Hey, hi, hello, beautiful souls. You are listening to Embody Saluna, a podcast and a community for healing through spirit and love. Welcome. Welcome to 2023. If you are new here, um, thank you for stopping in. And if you are returning, it's always good to have you back. Thank you for joining us. Well, as we are coming in fresh off of the winter holidays, most of them, because we still have Valentine's Day upon us, coming in off of like Christmas, right? And this past Christmas was quiet for me, more quiet than it has been previously. You know, so 2021 was a quiet Christmas, but this last one, 2022, was a different kind of quiet, and I really appreciated how quiet this one was. But one thing that I decided to do was I decided to watch Scrooge on Netflix, the new animated version with like Luke Evans um, voicing Scrooge. If you haven't seen it, I know it's past Christmas, but it was really well done. I would encourage you to see it. But I decided that that's what I was going to do, and I watched Scrooge. And, you know, A Christmas Carol is not new by any means, and it certainly is not a story that is new for me. But something about this last Christmas and something about this version, it got me thinking, because I saw the entire story very differently than I have ever in the past. And maybe I'm just catching up. Maybe plenty of people have considered the greater meaning behind this, behind A Christmas Carol, but it struck me for the first time just this last Christmas. And so I want to talk about that for a second, but what I was getting ready to say was, and I think that this is a mark of healing. And so there are two concepts that I'm going to talk about in brief that kind of have come out of my last viewing of this movie, and they go together quite lovely. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's just dive right in. I wonder how many of you listening are like me or were like me when I used to think of A Christmas Carol when I used to think of Ebenezer Scrooge I used to think of someone who was not a great person right we use the name to describe somebody who's pretty miserly right if somebody's kind of behaving in the way that Ebenezer behaves at the start we call them a Scrooge if they're being kind of stingy we call them a Scrooge right these are things that are pretty I think common for most of us. And I used to kind of just always think about Ebenezer Scrooge in this way, despite the fact that his character does change. There's just always this negative sort of connotation that gets placed upon this character and then the use of this character's name when we want to sort of label somebody as being miserly, stingy, grouchy. You, you name some negative trait that you picked up on from that character and fill that in. So that's sort of always what that remains. And and though we know the story, it seems that we stay sort of fixated on the before, right? We stay fixated on who Ebenezer is 
at the start of the story, which to me is the before. But it's not the before, it's the middle. Who he is when we meet him at the start of the story is who he is in the middle of his journey. And this is what I think has stood out to me more significantly this last Christmas than ever before. So when we consider that he's in the middle of his story, that there is a before and an after to who we meet at the start, then suddenly we get to look at him very differently. Suddenly we get to see him with compassion. Because the, the thing about Scrooge is that he's not a bad person who is visited by spirits of past, present, and future, and then chooses to become a good person. He's not that, actually. He is a good person who gets lost along the way and becomes a product of his circumstance, and then realizes that that isn't who he wants to be, and becomes who he really is a second time. But we forget that the ghost or spirit of Christmas past shows him the goodness that exists within. We forget that piece. And worse than that, maybe, maybe it's worse to me. I, it, I guess this is maybe relative. Worse than that is that we see somebody who, in a three-hour time frame, chooses to be different and then just is. And that's not actually how it works either, but that's okay. I'll save that soapbox for another day. What we do see and what we can sort of glean from the context of how the story ends is that Ebenezer makes a choice to return to who he is at his core. And what makes it successful is that people accept it. People accept it. They might question him a little bit at first, thinking he's a little, like, you know, off his kilter. But ultimately, they accept it. They embrace him, and they go on. Not quite as if nothing happened, but certainly without forcing Ebenezer to do or say or be anything different as a way of proving himself. He's already proven himself. And if it weren't for that compassion and graciousness to accept and embrace who he's moving to become, I don't think it would be sustainable. If he were met with criticism and denial and anger and resentment, I think like most humans, he would have said, well, then this isn't worth it. And he would have stayed the stingy, miserly Ebenezer that we meet at the start of the story. But that's not what happens. The shift gets to be sustained because those around him, who he turns to give back to, accept it graciously and accept and embrace him just as graciously. That is compassion. That is compassion at work. And so I sat, I watched this movie. This, you know, it's a remake, but it's not anything particularly different. The story is the same. The story is the same. So I watched this this year, or I guess this last Christmas, and it struck me in a completely different way because I am in a place where I can see that compassion playing out when I wasn't able to before, which is the second really lovely thing that came out of viewing that movie just a few weeks ago. 
And I think the whole thing, everything that I'm saying right now is meant to just provide this testament to what the human spirit is really capable of. I wonder what would happen if we stopped only remembering the really crappy aspects of things or people, acknowledge that maybe there's some stuff that they need to work through, and that while we don't need to accept their abuse, we certainly can have space for them to sit with their stuff and figure it out. And that when they are ready, when they have done that and they're ready to show up again, that we can let them do that. What if we did that with ourselves? What if we just acknowledge that, hey, <laughs> some crap in my life and it made me a person who I don't really care to continue to be. I want to be better than that. And then we are better. The three hours that Ebenezer Scrooge spends with spirits of past, present, and future is the ultimate shadow work. The ultimate shadow work. He gets to see the ways in which the shadow aspects of his personality have taken over. But he also gets to change it. Because now that he has awareness to who he was before, the circumstances that made him who he is at present, he gets to do something about it. And he does. He changes it for future. And like I said, we're left with context through the story that things sustain, that he remains this better version of himself. Because he is shown gracious compassion when he chooses to come back and say, I want to try again. Suddenly, that story is so beautiful. It used to be cheesy. Now, now it's really lovely. And I just wonder what it would be like if we chose to look at so many things in our lives with a different perspective. I know that that's been a great work for me. I continue to do it, and of course, I get stuck sometimes. I'm just oh so curious. Oh, so curious what your experience is. Have you been met with compassion? Do you meet yourself with compassion? Do you meet others with compassion? And how do we continue to invite compassion in and hold it and embody it and sustain it? It's hard work, not going to lie. <laughs> but it gets easier every time you get to see it happen. Every time you get to experience it, it gets easier and easier and easier. So I just invite you, experience it a little more, whatever it takes. Okay, my lovies, that was all I wanted to say tonight. I think it's a really great way to start 2023. We'll see where we go from here. I hope that everyone had a comfortable, if not lovely, holiday and new year celebration and i will be back with some shadow work and other things to keep us in this space until then one four three and we're out for the night